ABF Creative. ABF I'm busy? No, I don't think you understand, Oliver. My TV remote's broken. As in, my most prized possession in this entire camp. What's the big deal? I'll tell you what the big deal is, Oliver. My TV is the only thing keeping me sane here. Without that remote, I can't channel surf. That means I'm stuck watching golf. I wouldn't wish an eternity of golf on my worst enemy. What? Company? What are you talking about, silly bird? It's just us two. Oh, hold on. This better not be a prank, Oliver. Is that... Is that what I think it is? You kids! You finally come back after all this time. And here I was thinking you guys abandoned me. I get it. I get it. Y'all have lives to live. Unlike me. I'm sure you've been busy with summer vacations and school and whatnot. You know, I've actually been busy too. I've kept this place afloat for your return. Well, don't expect any new updates from me. All this time and I still haven't found the golden keys. You remember those, right? They're my ticket out of here. You think they finally turned up after that whole pool revelation I had a while ago. But no. This camp just loves to play with my emotions. What else is new? Oh, so you guys actually missed my scary stories after all, huh? <laughs> well, that's an easy fix. I've been itching to tell y'all new ones I've come up with. So this works out just fine. <laughs> Especially since it's scare season. <laughs> Don't think I forgot about Halloween. So take this as your official welcome back to Red Room Campus. <laughs> Have a seat. Get comfortable. Embrace yourselves. Because this story will have you thinking twice about playing games. <laughs> it was nearing 4 o'clock in the afternoon at the community center. And Augustus, and Augustus and his, and his best, best friend Charles were with a few other, other middle, middle school, school kids in the chill room, goofing off, playing ping pong, and waiting for activities to start. <laughs> From the hallway came the sound of a bell, followed by one of the counselors, Miss Edie, poking her head into the chill room. Robotics, homework help, and basketball starting now. She announced in her usual perky voice. As the other kids spilled out of the room, Charles and Augustus stayed on the two beanbags in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Miss Edie poked her head back into the room. Charles, Gus, are you two coming? And... Hmm. Can we stay and read? Augustus asked. Ugh. Stretching out behind him to pull a random book stuck under the couch. 
Yeah, we need to read... He motioned to Augustus, who tossed him the book. Childhood fears, fact or fiction, Charles read aloud. Sounds very educational, Miss Edie teased. Work on homework too, okay? Freedom! (laughs) Charles Whisper yelled when Miss Edie left. You know what we should play? Charles asked, holding up the book and pointing at the illustration of an exploding volcano on the cover. Oh, yay! Augustus was already jumping onto a couch. The floor is lava! A short while later, the friends had set up an obstacle course across the floor, made up of beanbags, hula hoops, foam frisbees, and a few unlucky winter hats from the lost and found. And go! Charles called, and he and Augustus started across the course from opposite sides of the room, careful to step only on the objects that scattered and not the... Lava! Augustus groaned, throwing himself onto the opposing couch and losing a shoe in the process. Charles jumped onto his own couch and curled into a ball, laughing. Your shoe is toast! (laughs) Whoa! Augustus said, staring at where his shoe had fallen on the floor. What? Charles sat up. Augustus pointed to the floor where his shoe seemed to be in the process of being sucked into the carpet in a pool of bubbling, glowing red. No way, Charles murmured in disbelief. Throw your other shoe. See if that creepy book cover has come to life. Augustus tucked his feet under him. No way. Don't you feel the heat coming off the floor? Fine, fine, Charles said, tossing one of his own sneakers. Just like Augustus's, It sunk straight into the carpet and disappeared, a wisp of black smoke rising in its place. The floor is lava, Augustus whispered. Then he burst out laughing. (laughs) Charles joined in. This is awesome! A moment later, Miss Edie popped her head back into the room. Everything okay? Whoa! No! No! Charles and Augustus both yelled together, holding their hands out in a stop motion. But it was too late. Miss Edie, always so playful and fun, hadn't stepped into the room. She had hopped, landing inside with both feet before immediately being sucked down into a pool of roiling red lava, leaving nothing but a puff of thick black smoke. Did you see that? Augustus yelled in shock. Of course I saw it! Charles snapped, his eyes wild and searching the room for some sort of explanation. The floor ate Miss Edie! Augustus pointed to the smoking spot where the counselor had been. And this book is haunted. Grabbing childhood fears, he flung the book across the room where it flew over the ping pong table and disappeared in a pile of cushions on the couch. No, no way. Charles shook his head hard. It must be some sort of trick, like, like an illusion. Does that look like an illusion to you? Augustus shouted 
pointing to the deep red floor as it boiled and steamed, bubbles rising and bursting on its surface. Nah, Charles said with forced confidence. They're playing with us for skipping robotics. I'll prove it. With one smooth movement, Charles leapt off the couch and onto the spot on the floor where Miss Edie had disappeared, giving Augustus a triumphant smile before sinking down to his waist. Why are you so dumb? Augustus shrieked, launching himself onto the ping pong table so he could hang over the edge and grab his friend's arms. I don't know. Charles wailed, trying to use Augustus to pull himself free. I'm burning. I'm, I'm not burning. What? Augustus yelled, trying to get a better grip on his friend. It's, it's, it's not lava. (laughs) Charles said with a laugh of relief. At least, not anymore. What is it then? Augustus grunted as he pulled on his friend's arms. (laughs) Quicksand! Charles said with a shocked laugh. I'm actually sinking in quicksand. The quicksand seemed to swirl and move around Charles, sinking in some places while bubbling up in others. Well, if you're not being boiled alive, could you help get yourself out? Augustus asked. Right. Sorry, Charles said, reaching up toward the edge of the ping pong table from where the sand came up to his waist. His forehead furrowed. It's like pulling on me. He shifted a little and his face fell. Augustus, I'm sinking. With a horrific slurping sound, the sand pulled Charles down, moving up to his belly. Augustus yelled as Charles's arm started to slip from his grasp. Hey! He yelled again. Help me! Charles shouted. He had sunk up to his chest now, the sand swirling around his armpits as Augustus pulled frantically on his friend's arms while trying not to be pulled off the ping pong table. Charles lifted his chin as the sand crawled up his neck. We, we, we should have gone to robotics! He stammered, tipping his face up. Ah! The sand crept up and over his ears, his cheeks, his screaming mouth, and open eyes. And a moment later, Charles was gone. No, Augustus whispered. At least most of Charles was gone. His arms still stuck straight up out of the sand first exposed from his elbows, then forearms, then his wrists, which Augustus held on in an iron grip as he pulled. No! Augustus grunted, pulling as hard as he could on Charles's wrists. Your last words are not going to be, we should have gone to robotics. Somehow it was working. The thick, heavy sand seemed to be thinning as Augustus yanked, first exposing Charles's arms, then his shoulders, and then his gasping mouth. It tastes so gross, Charles yelled, frantically spitting out sand and blinking rapidly as more of his face was freed. Stop spitting on me, Augustus shouted. And with a ferocious roar, he yanked his friend out of the quicksand, 
and the two of them scrambled onto the ping-pong table, just as it folded in the middle, threatening to smash them both in a table sandwich. Jump! Augustus shrieked, and the two friends leapt off the ping-pong table onto the couch, just as the table folded in half and sunk into the quicksand. I lost my other shoe, Charles said, staring in shock at his sand-covered socks, before frantically swiping sand everywhere as he tried to wipe it from his body and hair, careful to keep his whole body on the couch and away from the quicksand. Dude, Augustus said with a laugh, scooting over to the other side of the couch to avoid the sandstorm. You're like a dog shaking after a bath. Something was poking Augustus in the butt, and when he slipped his hand between the couch cushions to see what it was, he pulled out the book. Childhood fears, Augustus shouted triumphantly, holding up the book. I bet you quicksand is in here. And that's a very, very bad book, Charles said gravely, shaking his head. The worst, Augustus agreed excitedly, flipping through the book. Yep, chapter one was hot lava. Chapter two, quicksand. Charles leaned to look over Augustus's shoulder. Do I even want to know what chapter three is? Drops started to splash onto the couch and get sucked into the quicksand, and the boys looked up to see rain falling from the ceiling. Cover your head, Augustus yelled, flipping through the book. It's acid rain. What the heck is acid rain? Charles yelped, covering them both with a couch cushion. That book is the worst. Skip to the end. Um, um, Augustus said frantically, flipping through the pages, reading the chapter headings as he went. Next is Killer Clowns. Stop reading out loud! Charles screeched, pushing off the demonic clown that was now trying to climb up on the couch. (laughs) The clown fell back sinking into the quicksand and disappearing. Okay, Augustus yelled. Okay, this is the last chapter. It says, even though some of the things in this book were fears based on real things. Beneath them, the couch started to tip, Augustus's side sinking down into the quicksand. Charles slid, crashing into Augustus before both scrambled up on the couch, which was now sticking straight up as it sank. Keep reading, Charles shouted as the friends pulled themselves up to crouch on the top of the sinking couch. The danger they presented was overrated, Augustus yelled, reading from the book. The couch stopped sinking. In fact, the quicksand seemed to push it back out straight up, so the top end, with the boys perched on top, careened toward the ceiling. Jump! Charles called, as the friends leapt off the couch arm, falling in what seemed like slow motion as they wondered if they'd land on quicksand, hot lava, or... It's the rug! Charles cried out as he landed hard on the familiar rug. He rubbed his shoulder. Has this thing always been this hard? Woo! 
Augustus said with relief before having to roll out of the way of the couch as it bumped the ceiling and then fell back into its regular position. Just as the ping pong table thumped back into place, Hello? came a muffled voice. Miss Edie! Charles yelled, scrambling to pick up one of the bean bags to reveal the counselor sprawled out beneath it. What happened? Miss Edie said, sitting up and rubbing her head. We read a really, really dumb book, Augustus said, helping Miss Edie to her feet. Miss Edie looked at the book in Augustus's hand. Childhood fears? Miss Edie said with a smile, getting to her feet. I used to love that book. Did you read the chapter? Mm, what was it about? Miss Edie tapped her chin, trying to remember the name of the chapter. Augustus and Charles exchanged a concerned look. <gasps> hey, Miss Edie, Augustus said, stepping onto the couch behind him. Maybe stop thinking so hard. Yeah, Charles said, keeping a wary eye on the rug as he climbed up next to Augustus on the couch. I don't think I want to know. <gasps> Aha! Miss Edie said triumphantly, snapping her fingers. I remember what it was. Per the end of the word was cut off as the rug beneath Miss Edie turned to water, and with a splash and a shriek, she disappeared beneath the surface. The floor ain't Miss Edie again! Charles said in disbelief, staring at the roiling water, trying to keep his balance as the couch bobbed. Oh, I know what she was going to say, Augustus groaned, covering his eyes with his hands, blocking out the side of the water, which seemed to be full of an underwater swarm of tiny, sharp-fanged fish. At that moment, Miss Edie burst up through the surface of the water, water gushing from her hair. With a terrified look at the boys, she screamed one word before she was yanked back under. The friends watched in horror as the water roiled over the place Miss Edie stood just a moment ago. The tiny fish swarming in a frenzy. Their sharp fangs, now red. Talk about a terrifying turn of events, huh? <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I was never a fan of the game. I mean, where's the fun in pretending that you're surrounded by dangerous skin-melting lava? Nuh-uh. Now, if we're talking about piles of cash or those chocolatey little wafer things, <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> oh, that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell him. <clears throat> Oliver wants to know if y'all will be stopping by this Halloween. We've been thinking of doing something special. You know, just to pass the time. I'll take that as a yes, but we'll need supplies. So we've got a favor to ask of you kids. You know I can't leave this place, and Oliver can't exactly walk into a store, so do you think you guys could bring us some things? <laughs> Hold on, Mr. Ants in his pants, I'm getting to that. <clears throat> Sorry, kids. Like I was saying, we can make a list for y'all to make things easier. So what do you say? Are you down? All right, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'll tell you, 
If there's anything this camp needs, it's more of that infectious get energy. Whew! I suddenly feel jazzed. Like I can do just about anything. Except fix the remote. Thank you, Oliver, for that kind reminder. Way to burst my bubble. Yeah, that's my TV remote. Or, uh, was. <laughs> I was trying to fix it. Is there any chance one of you can put it back together? I'm in over my head with this sort of thing. I'm a janitor for crying out loud. Not tech support. Really? Your dad fixes electronics? Ha! <laughs> That's great! Think you can run it over to him and see if he can work his magic? What? It'll cost me. Really? After all the stories I've told you, free stories, mind you. And you won't even do this for your old pal Eli. <laughs> That's what I thought. Thank you. But don't go talking about portals or the keys or any of that stuff, all right? Not sure that's something the public needs to know about. You kids just start heading back. It's getting late. But drop by as soon as you can, all right? Don't keep us waiting that long again. Man, I miss those cheeky little troublemakers. I bet you did too, huh, Oliver? <laughs> yep. I figured just as much. <laughs> Look at us. All soft now. I'll tell you what, this place really does change you.